Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, my friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Gamut of Solomon podcast. I'm your host, Solomon, and I'm very grateful to be able to share these meaningful conversations with people close to me. If you'd like to stay up to date with more information, such as blogs or podcasts, check out SolomonEzra.com. That's S-O-L-O-M-O-N-E-Z-R-A.com. Or check me out on social media where I put out the word about my podcasts. Thank you. I am here today with Kirby Chankin from Kirby Better and Chankin Solutions. How's it going today, Kirby? I'm doing great. I uh, I just want to say first that I'm I'm grateful for this opportunity and thank you so much, Solomon, for having me. Yeah, of course. Kirby and I are a little uh, phased in the zone right now. We just Kirby put me through some Wim Hof breathing that we're both familiar from, and he's been doing a. He has you have a close friend that uh, has has taught, what was it, last week, yes. you had a little bit of a help uh, teaching Wim Hof breathing. Yes. And it, uh, you want to talk a little bit about that, that what were the different events you uh, you guys are putting, you've, you've had and... Sure. So Wim Hof breathing is something that um, I picked up around seven months ago and I have not missed one day and uh, a friend of mine here who's local, local to the Houston area who owns a health facility here in town um, went out on these retreats with Wim Hof and he's a, he's a certified Wim Hof instructor and he plans on having monthly meetups. But what Wim Hof is, is he studied all these Eastern movements from Tai Chi, from meditation, all these different types of movements and he compiled it and put it into his own method, which he calls the Wim Hof Method. And what the Wim Hof Method is, it's, it's, it's meditation, mindfulness, mixed with cold therapy, and it's all about breathing and getting into this uh, state of mind and, and just pumping oxygen throughout the entire body. Um, and, it, and it's a beautiful, beautiful sensation that you get every time you do it and you get, um, like, like you uh, feel, feel right now, I'm sure, Solomon, you feel euphoric when you do it. It's almost, uh, it's a very euphoric feeling and I love it and uh, it allows you to just eliminate that fear from the mind and just live in the moment, which is the most powerful place to be. Mm-hmm. Kirby and I met uh, a couple of years ago at in Dallas, you went to University of Texas at Dallas. Yes. And you played college tennis. Yes. And I went to the University of Dallas, yes. commonly misunderstood as UT <laughs> Dallas, yes. and played basketball. And we met through a mutual rabbi, um, Rabbi Dubrowski. Yes. And we connected fairly quickly. And but we never were as close until you know I came back to Houston and I noticed you were in Houston and I've been seeing a lot of your Kirby Better movement your health and fitness stuff, your changing solutions, and everything that, that you've been doing, and it's been great to connect again. And, and vice versa, I've been, been listening to the podcast, and I love it, and uh, I'm a strong believer in uh, teamwork makes the dream work, unity yeah. is strength, and uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I feel like we do have a great connection, and Thank we have you. to keep this uh, momentum moving forward. <laughs> Thank you. We're both um, also very fascinated by the same kind of health and fitness and wellness movement. Yes. How do you think it complements? Because we're also from the um, Jewish roots. Yes. And b- both very strong in our Judaism. How do you think the different? I guess we could attribute to, like you said, Wim Hof, the Eastern kind of more health and wellness kind of approaches with the mindfulness complements to- uh, the Torah. 
because I think it it, it complements. Whereas some people might think it a uh, you know it's a uh, doesn't necessarily go well. Right. Um, well, from the conversations that I've had with with the rabbis that 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 I get my knowledge from. Um, they tell me that a lot of the stuff that I'm that I'm talking about and that I'm educating people on uh, via my Kirby Better movement, um, that it all originates in in some shape or form from the Torah. And a lot of these East, you know, their, their meditation and all this mindfulness and and, and health and, and and all these all these different um, um, things that I'm talking about and trying to inspire people to uh, to do originate from the Torah. So I think it all relates back to uh, to that. Awesome. I want to hear a little bit more about Kirby Better from your perspective. I can a lot of us we can see the awesome stuff on social media, but yes. what does it represent to you? What is your inspiration for starting it? And you've been getting a lot of great uh, reviews and feedback from it, and people are loving your tip of Tuesdays. Well, thank thank you very much. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm very inspired, and I've never been been more inspired in my life. And I think um, it all starts with getting aligned with the truest version of yourself, with understanding what your highest set of values are. And uh, Kirby Better started um, when I took a test from one of my friend, Brescia Demartini's father. His name is Dr. John Demartini. He's a very, very um, world-renowned um, human behavioral specialist, as he calls himself, and he's a very inspiring person. And he has this test um, which is on my website, which is going to be launching next week, which will, which will, which will actually, um, which I hope, um, you know, when this podcast is released, hopefully next week, the website will be live. I will have this, um, test for you guys to take on there. And what this test does is, um, it's, it, it allows you to identify what your highest values are. And when you can find out what means the most to you, you can then start to align everything else with, um, with that, you can start to align your vision with what your values are, and and you can really um, become the truest version of yourself, and, and start to eliminate the things that aren't even meaningful for you, uh, that aren't even meaningful to you. And um, when you do that, you really just naturally get inspired, and you naturally um, the most amazing things start to happen. And I was able to um, start Kirby better through after taking that test. It was a process I went through, and uh, um, since then, some of the most amazing things have happened to me. And uh, I was able to start this Kirby better movement by aligning myself with what my highest values are, which are health and fitness, entrepreneurship, and self improvement. Which is exactly what Kirby better is about. It's about health, health, and health, mental, physical, and spiritual. And I know that if you can take command of those three things, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. And um, that's exactly what this Kirby Better movement is embodying, those three things. It's about empowering people to take command of their health while I'm trying to constantly do whatever I can to, to, to live a healthier lifestyle. And it's all about... Um, and, and this Kirby Better movement is my is a business, so it's it's entrepreneurship, which is a value of mine, and it's all about self improvement, trying to constantly day in and day out become the best version of yourself. That's awesome. What led you to um, to take that test? Like you said, you were friends with uh, Demartini's daughter. daughter. Yes. 
but what was happening kind of before that that led you to I got to get more clear on what it is right I'm, so I value so you know it was just it was just a matter of um, you know I've been t I've been telling myself for probably the last 10 years you got to get better Kirby you got to get better every single day 50 60 70 times a day I would tell myself you got to do better Kirby you got to be better and um, I didn't even pick the name for this Kirby Better movement. It was actually picked um, by um, uh, by my stepsister Julia Jameson. And um, and 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 like I was saying, when you get aligned with the truest version of yourself, you start to see the magic of the universe. And she picked this name Kirby Better. Um, and 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 immediately when she picked it, I go, Oh my gosh! I've been telling myself this for years. And then a few you know a few months later. I was driving to the to the gym, and uh, my grandmother Barbara Barbin passed away about three years ago, and she's a huge part of who I am, and I love her dearly. And and um, I was driving to the gym, and I, I I felt very connected to her ever since she's passed away. I could feel her presence, and I knew some way the universe was going to tell me that that she was a part of this movement. I knew she was, and I'm driving to the gym, and I go, how is she a part of this movement, Kirby? Give me a sign, please. Give me a sign, God, that she's, that she's still here with me. And I'm driving to the gym, and I look down at, 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 and I look down at my phone, where, you know, a few months after I, I picked the name Kirby Better to, 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 to be the name for this movement. And I go, and I look down, and, and the two Bs were originally lowercased. Mm -hmm. And I look down, and I go, what's my grandmother's initials? Barbara Barbin, B-B. And I'm, I'm pointing at my shirt right now as I'm looking at Solomon, and both of these letters are now capitalized because she is here with me today. And she is a part of this movement, and she passed away from Alzheimer's. And when you guys see this website launch, I am going to create lots of lots of awareness for Alzheimer's and all proceeds that are that are that are generated through this Kirby Better movement a percentage of all proceeds will be donated to Alzheimer's because my grandmother's still here with us and she's a part of this movement and I love her dearly wow wow thank you and I've checked out the website a little bit uh, before coming here and mm -hmm. it is looking good so thank you yeah. very much and it's it's uh it's actually going to be completely revamped within the next week that was just yeah. a template that's why i haven't um i haven't launched it yet um no oh, it's strong i can sense the passion and everything behind it damn yes wow so what was the original question though <laughs> <laughs> the original question was what was happening beforehand yes. that led to the kind of shift like I need to get my values straight, kind of this, yes. because in college, from what I remember, and also we were not as close as we were now. Yes. But you're a very go-getter, very athletic, like myself. Yes. You're very, I believe, is law as well. Yes. You're, you're, you have a, a background. Yes, my, in law. My father, my father um, owns Chankin Law Firm, which is a um, an establishment here in Houston, which has been in business for 40 years. Um, so I've always worked with him on and mm -hmm. off during the summers, and I think you're yeah. you're going to ask me about Chankin Solutions Absolutely. later, so we can get to that. But it's been a constant evolution ever since I walked into a boxing gym. I, I have a a, a very um, you know there, there's no such thing as 
as failure at the end of the day. Everything is on the way, not in the way. So I don't like to say I failed as a childhood, but I did perceive a lot more um, negatives as positives during my childhood. And I, I perceived a lot more challenges over supports as a child. And, you know, I, I, I was kicked out of school. Um, you know, I, I was kicked out of three schools. And I don't, I don't need to get into all those details here today. But about 11 years ago from today, I walked into a boxing gym. And I was hanging around the same crowd. And I walked into that gym. And I was smoking cigarettes at that time. And I walked into the gym, and I, and I, and I brought a friend of mine now who's actually a part of Chankin Solutions, Robert Turner. He, he, he's, 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 uh, he was a part of Muhammad Ali's entourage, and he was Muhammad Ali's business manager. So he's very, um, very knowledgeable on the boxing industry. So I picked him up, and we went to the boxing gym. And I do one round on the boxing bag, and he goes, he goes boy, you out of shape, man. And I said, what are you talking about? I go to the gym two, three times a week. I look at my muscles because I was lifting weights at the time. But I was smoking cigarettes and eating, <laughs> eating poisonous food every day like How fast food. I was uh, around 19 years old at the wow. time. And I walked in. And, I, and I, after one round, I was exhausted. And as I'm, as I'm riding back home that day, I'm thinking, wow, you know what? I really am out of shape. I'm not in shape. And, and that's when I really realized that there's a big difference between being internally in shape, having your organs and your, your, your key components inside to being fit and healthy and strong uh, to, to, to how you look externally. And from that day, within weeks, I never smoked another cigarette and I started to evolve from that day forward. And, 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 and my dream was to always play college tennis. Within a year and a half of that, I was then playing college tennis for Tyler Junior College, and then I, I went to, to the University of Texas at Dallas. So it was a constant evolution from that day. Um, but it was really when I met um, when I met the Demartinis that that I started to really start to get more involved in personal development. So I was always telling myself every day, "You got to be better, Kirby." But it was really then when I started to align myself, and and when I took that test, what I realized is I realized what was important to me. And, it all, and then I realized all these things that weren't important to me that I was doing. And the key is you have to figure out how to eliminate those things that aren't important to you um, over time. And I, and, and I was eating unhealthy meals then. But I would still, I, I didn't have the balance. And, and, and I started to just eliminate all these things that, that didn't align with, with who I was destined to be. And, and now I'm really just doing on a daily basis my highest set of values and a lot of things that I don't enjoy doing um, through a lot of hard work, I've, 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 I've figured out how to delegate a lot of these things, like organizing um, the, the, the place, my home that we're in right now, and, and getting my car washed, which I, I used to have to do by hand, just things like that, that I didn't enjoy doing, but I saw the value in them. You're, you're able to delegate them, but you have to, um, you have to work hard to, to, to be able to achieve that, and, and, it, and it takes a lot of hard work. And, and, and I was able to find a lot of balance. I realized how important my health was to me. So now I will never eat a piece of fast food again. I'll never eat high fructose corn syrup. I'll never eat non-GMO foods and stuff like that because I realized that every time I did that, that, wow, that, that's not me. That was actually minimizing myself and that's not what I want to do. So it was the, the real kind of impact and pivotal point was at the, the boxing gym, huh? That, that that's where I can take myself back and to. And from there, things kind of just started building momentum. You met the Martinis, and everything started picking up, and wow. 
It was about a, it's been so about you've a, had, you've had quite a like transformative kind of journey. You've always had this mindset of you got to be better. Not and always. Now it's, well, it's picked up a lot quickly and now it seems like, you know, you have that, but you're also very cognizant and, and content with, you know, where you are now. Yes. Because I, I, that's something I've had to adopt as well, because in basketball days, you might have had this in tennis, you know, there's so much of that never satisfied, you know, yes. kind of BS, right. which, you know, it has a good kind of intention as far as you should always strive to get better. Right. But at the same time, if you're never satisfied, that you're always, you're always going to be looking for something, you're always going to be kind of purely future focused, that you're, always, you're not really, you know, happy where you are, which yes. is necessary to be able to, yes, to I, improve. Yes, I 100% agree with you there, Solomon. And uh, um, it hasn't always been that way for me. I, I just knew when I was, you know, when I was getting kicked out of schools and I was flunking out of math, I couldn't pass a, ma- a math test. I was, I was, I, I failed freshman freshman algebra three times, and it, it, it's pretty devastating. It, it, it's it's minimizing to a kid um, to have to go through that. Um, but it, but it's just because. Uh, you know, but, but deep down, I always knew that, that I was destined for greater things. So even when I was going through these rough patches of my life, deep down, I could feel something inside of myself that I knew, um, I was destined for greater things. Um, and, and, and now, um, and now I am in that mindset of, of constant growth. And like you said, I've, I've just recently, just a few months ago, um, touched on exactly what you just said that, you have to get into a growth mindset, but you also have to realize that you're right where you're supposed to be right now, that, that the moment is the best place to be. And, and, and just until a few months ago, I was caught up in this grind and I wasn't necessarily enjoying myself. And you know, I was constantly saying, you're not good enough, Kirby, you gotta get better, you gotta get better. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I had one of these things that I think we'll touch on in a little bit about synchronicities. I had one of these synchronicities that woke me up and said, wow, Kirby, if you don't embrace the moment and if you don't enjoy the process right now, then you're never going to enjoy the process and you're yeah. never going to live yeah. an inspired life. And now I'm actually enjoying the process and the moment more than ever. Yeah. How did, I was listening to something on the way by uh, over here, an old TED Talk by Derek Sivers as well, a big entrepreneur. And he was talking that about that. You know, you have to be future focused, but also not completely future focused. So how do you, how do you find that balance? Um, so it's, it's by a, it, being like you know still striving to want to get better, Kirby better, and then also yes. very content and satisfied. Um, so I think I have a great answer for you here, and and, I, and I'm working on this every single day, and I think this is going to be something that we touch on here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Meditation is incredibly powerful. Wim Hof breathing is incredibly powerful to do this. And somebody who, who, who I look up to and somebody who, um, who, who I'm gaining inspiration from right now has a great way of saying this. He likes to, and his name is Ed Milet. He has one of the, the top podcasts in the country. He likes to say you have to be blissfully dissatisfied. And, and I think what it means is you have to always be dissatisfied because human growth is endless. And, and, and I'll actually even, I'll even give you something. Blissfully satisfied. Yes, and I like to, anytime Wait, I look. Is that his word for kind of what I was talking about? Yes, it's his word for it. And I actually have even a greater, uh, a, a more appropriate scenario for this podcast. And it's one of uh, 
anytime I learn a life lesson, I like to write that life lesson down immediately so I never forget it. And a few times a year, I look at all my life lessons and reflect on them. And I was actually at 770, which I'm sure you're familiar with that. It's the Chabad in Crown Heights. Mm -hmm. And uh, a Chabad rabbi told me, and this, this stuck with me ever since then, and this is a great way of, of, of looking at, at this, this topic that we're talking about right now. And he said that no matter what you achieve in life, no matter, no matter if you're Bill Gates and you have all the success financially, all the business success, or you have the most beautiful family, whatever it is that you're achieving in life, whether you're 90 years old, you have to always feel like you're just a baby boy with your achievements. So no matter if you're 90 years old and you've achieved or, 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 you're, or you're, you're 93 years old and you've achieved the utmost success and everybody looks at you and says, this guy's the most successful guy I know. You, in your mind, you still have to feel like you're just a kid in terms of how much you've achieved because, because achievement and human potential is infinite. And, and, and great people like the Rebbe, like Albert Einstein, like Bill Gates, like Warren Buffett, like these incredible businessmen have proven that if you get aligned with your highest values and you do what you love and love what you do, that you can do whatever you set your mind to. Wow. Last time we met, we went to uh, True Foods and you had just got back from a 10-day retreat of no words. It was at the Kaufman Center in Dallas, right? Um, no, it was actually a extension of the Kaufman Center in Dallas. So they have them all over the all over the country, and it's a nonprofit mm -hmm. um, run run by just Vipash. It's the, the technique is called Vipashna, and it's just run by um, by them, and it's nonprofit. And I was just back then. I was probably a little more relaxed after I just got back because yeah, I've been are. working hard, and I'm a little more wound up, and that's why I'm really trying to meditate longer and mm -hmm. longer every day to get back into that state of of peace. Yeah. Before that, before that 10-day kind of, and Vipassana kind of uh, meditation and the retreats, it's 10 days, no talking, complete silence. What, what else goes on? So essentially, um, what, what the whole process is, is you, 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 you go to this, this beautiful, this, this is my experience, of course, but, but the, the experiences from, from what I hear are similar all over. And you, you go to this beautiful um, retreat and, you know, it's beautiful scenery. There's this beautiful Buddhist, uh, Buddha, Buddhist sanctuary. And you, you, you really just, the, 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 whole, the whole goal is to just go inside yourself to get away from all these distractions. And as you know, I've heard some of your, your prior podcasts, you've talked about, um, you know, how disconnecting one day a week is so powerful in terms of, of getting away from the cell phones, getting away from the emails, getting away from your work, from what you're doing, um, and, and even more so in this day and age than ever because we're, we're so connected and things are coming at us from all angles. So they really want you to go inside yourself. So you're not supposed to talk for 10 days. That doesn't mean I didn't say a few words the whole time I was there. I, you know, you're able to ask, you know, you might say 100 words the whole time you're there in 10 days, which during this podcast right now, we've probably said a few thousand. And, and you're not even supposed to look at anybody. They tell you to look down um, and just go with inside yourself. And, and you're, really, you're really forced to live in the moment when you're there. Um, and, and the whole technique is all about just observing things as they are. Um, and I know, and I know 
um, that this goes back to the Torah as well, um, because I've had extensive conversations with, 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 with rabbis about this, but it's just all about observing things as they are and not reacting, because when you react, you're releasing chemicals in the brain that, uh, that cause you to stress and tense up. And, and, and when you can get into that moment, which they force you to go into in there, it, it's a beautiful thing. And you really are able to free yourself of all these fears, insecurities, and anxieties. Awesome. This podcast has taken, we've covered so uh, just a variety of things. To, <laughs> I, I think for myself and for listeners, you know, let's kind of summarize. You know, we've talked about the Kirby Better Movement, your whole, your whole process and your life has been a real kind of transformative experience from, you know, being such a go-getter, always wanting to improve and, and then realizing, like you're talking about at the boxing gym, you know what, you got to get everything kind of aligned, get, get things straight because you realized maybe you became aware and in tune that, you know, once you have these things kind of into existence maybe you're thinking it you're writing it down other things are starting to come to you you're more aware of uh different synchronicities different yes. moments and then this this led to the d martinis the d when you get that set when you had your values you know man you what we, i think both of ours was health and wellness yes you know then you start to get clear okay what is it that you want to do kind of thing and right and this led to another thing and you did better in in college and you worked on Schengen solutions and Kirby better where um, it's it's fascinating and great stuff and yes I'm glad we connected right some more and I like to see where you're going and how you're building and everything Definitely. that's going on and what you touch what what you just touched upon with the synchronicities um, I feel like when you align yourself with the truest version of yourself and you're doing what you're, what you're very inspired by and, you're, and you're, you're not getting blogged down by all these distractions and things that, that don't inspire you, things really do just naturally fall in place mm -hmm. like this Kirby Better Movement, like Chankin Solutions. And, and, and you start to see the, the, how beautiful this world is and how, how amazing it is and how it's intended to be. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and like this uh, meditation technique teaches you, it just teaches you to observe things as they are and just gain wisdom for everything and realize that everything's on the way and not in the way. And even when you're feeling pain or even when you're stuck in traffic, just observe, don't react. And, yeah. and, and you'll, you'll really start to get in a better mindset and start to, to grow at a faster rate. Absolutely. Well, Kirby, what is your gift you'd like to share with the world? My gift is that I would like to share is that whatever you're thinking about right now that you wanna do, whether it's a career, whether it's a family, to stop waiting on that and to realize that you have everything that you need to achieve your dreams right inside of yourself and you have all of the potential inside of yourself and that if you go to my Kirby Better website, that's K-I-R-B-E-B-E-T-T-E-R.com and, and go to um, the value determination test. It's gonna, it's gonna link you to Dr. Martini's website and take that test you're going to then be able to get aligned with your values and you're going to be able to achieve whatever you set your mind to and all your dreams can become a reality. And don't let anybody minimize you and tell you that you're not great and beautiful right now. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking the time. We'll have to 
have another podcast and talk some more in some in future time. I think we definitely have a lot more to talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and hey, thank covered you. so much just right now. Hey, and thank you so much for this opportunity, Solomon, and uh, we'll see you at the top. <laughs> How can people get a hold of you and uh, follow you? On um, Instagram, on Facebook? You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and it's just at Kirby Better. K-I-R-B-E B-E-T-T-E-R. Kirby Better. Awesome. Thanks, Kirby. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Gamut of Solomon podcast with my friend Kirby Better. And as he likes to say, after texts or after conversations, see see you at at the the top, top, baby. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to these wonderful gifts, which I hope have brought you some great value. We have many more guests to come and gifts pour over this world. And don't forget, if you have enjoyed any of these episodes or would like to hear some more, please leave me a review on Apple or Anchor Podcast or that little star on Outcast. I'm always looking for topics to learn and talk about, gifts to share, and value to bring to us all. For more updates, check out SolomonEzra.com. You can also sign up for my newsletter about new podcasts and blogs.